Hello, you're listening to Trucking 101, Surviving Your First Year. We'll talk about safety, managing your money, and real life out on the road. Our group has over 100 years of combined real-world driving experience. You've got questions, we've got answers. Hello, and welcome to Trucking 101, Surviving Your First Year. My name is Rick, and beside me is my wonderful wife, Melissa. Tonight we're going to have a couple of guests come on, and we're going to talk about finances on the road. Uh, I think one of the things that uh, I noticed most talking to other drivers out on the road was that there was a lot of problems with finances. It, uh, you know, guys couldn't get their paychecks fast enough. They used up their uh, what do you call those things? Advances. I never used them myself, but uh, you know, most people have a tough time when they first get out here. And boy, if if you don't, even if you have money when you come out, if you don't watch your money, next thing you know, you're out because everybody's tra- got their hands in your pockets trying to take your money. Yep, uh, managing your finances, I think, is one of the crucial topics uh, when you're out on the road because living out on the road can get very expensive very quickly. It's uh, very hard to. Um, to keep track of your finances if you're not disciplined and focused on it. Uh, especially, you know, with debit cards and credit cards nowadays, you can just spend money and rack debt up and just not even realize it. And one of the things that uh, that, that really eats your, eats your money up is when it comes to eating. Is uh, You know, it, it's always, especially when you're out just learning how to get from one place to the next, it's real easy to just go into a truck stop and, and spend money in a truck stop as opposed to go to a Walmart and get something that's actually decent enough to eat. Yeah. And so that that just makes things worse. But let's let's start off with. Uh... We have uh, two special guests today. We have uh, Becky Morgan is going to be coming on first. Going to be talking about strategies for um, managing your finances. And then after that, we're going to talk to Kim Cockerham, who has some experience with uh, Dave Ramsey and Financial Peace University. So first, we're going to bring Becky on. Hey guys. Just a second. Hi, Becky. How Hi, you doing? Becky. I'm good. How are y'all? Doing great. Awesome. We've managed, we've managed to stay out of the snow here for the last month, so uh, we're doing real good. Yeah. Okay. Good. Let's see. Let's go ahead and get started with uh, talking about managing your finances. So, um, Becky, tell us, how can a new driver control their expenses out on the road? Well, and that's where they want to start quick as soon as they get out on the road because it's easy to get out of hand real quick. Um, you're living away from home. So if you're single, that probably helps a little bit more because you only have one uh, household to maintain and that's, you know, you know what you're doing. Um, it's a little more difficult when you're married and have a family back home waiting. And so it becomes real important to make sure that, you're not blowing everything on the road, and when the paycheck hits the house, it's like $200, <laughs> which has happened to a lot of folks. So we want to help people avoid that if, if we if we can. So the first thing you want to do is basically put yourself on a budget. And because it's – and Kim's going to probably talk about this because Dave Ramsey's real big with the envelope system, but you want to kind of do the same thing, pull out – 
What's your I'm sorry, need, Becky, for the week? You're um you're breaking up really bad. Uh oh. Uh, we can we only catch it about every third word. Okay, how's that? Is that better? That is that is better. Go ahead, try that again. Okay. Um, yeah, you want to get yourself on a budget on the road because it's real easy out here to five and ten dollar yourself to death. Um, you go in the truck stop, you buy a soda and some cigarettes. Well, there's you know what seven eight bucks. Um, right. Yes. You go yes. the oh, next. You know. Nowadays. Yeah, probably ten dollars nowadays, but. You can see where it'd be real easy to to spend a couple of hundred dollars and not even realize where it went. So mm-hmm. you want to put yourself on a budget. Pull out what you're going to need for the week and stick to it. And be realistic. If you smoke, you know what you spend on cigarettes. Don't underestimate. To try to make yourself look good. Overestimate at first and then trim down where you can. But that's probably the first and most important thing is when you first get out here, Get yourself on a budget to live with on within during the week and stick with it. Don't sit there and nickel your, and dime yourself to death all week. Okay, you're still breaking up a little bit, but it's it's a little better. We we can't hear you. Um so okay. we'll just we'll just forge through and hopefully it'll get better. Um, do you have any suggestions for say maybe apps or websites people can use to put themselves on a budget? There's a whole lot. In fact, um, Kim probably knows uh, Dave Ramsey came out with a new one here shortly, and I can't, um, and I've got it on my phone. I can't offhand remember what it's called, but I can look it up here pretty quick. Um, Every Dollar is what it's called. And sorry, one more time. So you can, Every Dollar. Every Dollar, okay. And that's a Dave Ramsey app? Okay. Yes. Yes, it is. It's put out by uh, Dave Ramsey's company. Um, a good way to do it, too, is is pull out your money one time at the beginning of the week because that's another thing. You're on the road. So you know what? Your bank is probably not here. Um, ATMs now charge about $4 a pop to pull money out. You can see if you're doing that several times a week, well, there's another, you know, 20, 30 bucks that just went bye-bye because you hit the ATM. Cash advances at the fuel stops are just as bad. They're 3 to $4 a piece, even when you get fuel. So the best thing to do is figure out how much you're going to need, pull it out one time. If you can go somewhere like a Walmart and make a purchase and pull it out as a cash back, that's even better because generally they don't charge for that. But those those little things that you don't even think about that add up to big bucks at the end of the year. Right. Okay. Yeah, you touched a little bit on uh, on cash advances. You want to? You have anything else on cash advances you'd like to give people advice about? Yeah, cash advances. It's kind of like the payday lender of the trucking industry. Bad news if you. If you need extra money now, guess what? You're going to be that much shorter next week when you don't have that money in your check. And so when you're first starting out, sometimes you're going to have to do that, but take as little as you absolutely need and get yourself to where you don't have to do it. Because here's the deal. You forgot you took a cash advance, and then you're stunned when your check is only a couple hundred dollars, and you think, well, where did that money go? 
if you're married, your spouse is calling, I've got, you know, rent to pay today, and your check was only $250. Well, it went to cash advances. And, again, it's real easy to get out here on the road, and it's easy money. All you got to do is, for a lot of companies is just put your field card in. Don't do it. Don't fall into that trap because if you do, it makes it that much tougher the next week because now you have your whatever you took last week, you're that much less on your check this week. And so it's a yeah, when circle I, you don't want to get in. Yeah. When I first went out on the road, I lived on cash advances, mainly because I was training at first, and the and the training pay is just, you know, I think it was like 250 350 a week. So it wasn't a whole lot, especially since I was the one that was paying for the rent. So I was living on the cash advances when I was in training. Uh, but, you know, after I got out of training, I was able to stop the bleeding. But, yeah, it, it, it is a vicious cycle. It is, just like the, like you said, the, the, like payday loans. If Once you take that first payday loan or cash advance, then you're behind. Every single week, you're, you're still falling behind. And it, it makes it hard to keep yourself motivated to, to watch your finances, in my opinion, if you if you do take that, that uh, cash advance or payday loan, whatever you want to call it. Because we all have convenient memories. <laughs> You're yeah. not going to remember the cash advance until you look at your check the following week and go, what happened? I know I made oh this much God. money and you forget. Oh, yeah, well, you took, yeah. you know, $300 or whatever it was. And all of a sudden, what could have been a decent check is now, oh, my goodness, what am I going to do? Well, i got to take another cash advance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And once you once you get that cash in your pocket, it just kind of disappears, doesn't it? Yeah. It's amazing <laughs> how cash quick can disappear very quickly when you're not budgeting or paying attention. So what exactly. about that? What about and budgeting? Go ahead. I'm sorry. What was that? I was just going to go to our next question, but uh, go ahead with what you were going to say. Oh, I was, I was just going to say, when you have that cash, and especially like y'all just said, when when you just said you, you haven't budgeted or anything, it disappears like water. Um, you will not even know where that money went. Now, I will say one smart use of cash advance, especially when you're new, and it's not so much nowadays as it was when I first started, but I know uh, there's still some tolls and things that, Companies reimburse if they don't necessarily have a a um, a toll pass to use. Mm-hmm. So if you find yourself doing that, that would be a smart use of cash advance. That way you're not using your money, but you're pulling out money that you know they're going to reimburse on that same check. So if you're new and cash is short, that would be probably my one deal where I said, yeah, that's probably a smart use of cash advance. Use their money to pay their tolls. Because they're going to reimburse it on the settlement. You're never it's going to be a wash. You're never even going to see it. But again, when you're doing cash advances, be smart. Take it out one time. Don't, you know, don't bleed the ATM or the fuel disk because every time you do it, it racks up fees every single time. And your company's not going to reimburse the fees. They're only going to reimburse what you spent on company business, be it tools or tolls or faxes or whatever you had to do for the company, they're only going to reimburse that. They're not going to reimburse the the fees for the ATM. 
Right. I, I think the best way to get cash if you need it is go to like a Walmart or really any grocery store will will have a usually a cash back option that they don't charge for. So if you need cash, that's really the best way to go about it. It is. It is the best way by far. Yep. Okay. So do you have it you have anything else on uh budgeting and spending money while you're on the road? Um the budgeting is just, it's hard to get in that habit, and most people have never done it. And a lot of people, it's budget is a scary, big scary word. It's, uh, they think, well, I don't I don't know how to do it, but it's, it's fairly simple. The first week out on the road, you need to kind of see what am I spending out here. Um, it's much easier to pull money out. And then say, I've got $200 to last me the week. Well, when you put that in your mindset, when you see that candy bar or you see that little trinket at the truck stop and you pull that cash out of your pocket, now it's not so attractive. Because you look and you're like, well, I'm kind of down to $70 and I still have to eat for four days or whatever it is. So maybe I'll wait on that nifty whatever it is until next week. Because if you're pulling that ATM debit card out every day, I promise you, you will overspend in the truck, especially because you're in a new environment. There's all kinds of fun toys you're going to see at the truck stop, radios, you know, tools, uh, bling, whatever, and you're just going to get carried away if you don't have a budget. Absolutely. So so on the budget... uh you're going to spend money on for that week, right? So exactly. so if you if you took and and you bought just a little uh notebook and you made a list on that notebook and uh just copied it from one week to the next, that's your budget. That's how simple it is, right? And exactly. so then and, and then yeah. you just Go take and, and as you buy something, you could write it next to your budget and you could actually look over at your budget and and say, is this something I should buy? And, and ideally, you would want to write it down before you actually put the cash out for it so you'd have a chance to decide whether or not you really want to buy it. So uh, so really, the, exactly. the the whole budgeting thing seems to me like it's, it's it, sh- it may seem scary, probably because people haven't done it, but it, it, it really isn't scary or difficult, right? Exactly. It's just a matter of controlling... The money, instead of looking back at the end of the week and wondering, why didn't I make any money out here? And that's a big reason of failure. And this is not a small discussion. Money problems on the road is a huge reason for failure, especially for first-time drivers. Because they get out here, it's a whole different world, and it's real easy to overspend and, and not realize where the money went and then you're broke, and so you decide that truck driving doesn't pay anything. And, you know, I mean, how many times have you all heard that story? Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, you get out here, and, and not only that, you're you're trying to keep your spirits up because it's it's a tough life to start out with, especially for the guy starting out or the gal starting out. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you're short of money. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, you're you're depressed now. You know, so, it, it you know, and it's it's important to really get your, your money – together immediately when you get out here to you know to to get your budget written down and to write down every penny you spend and to you know to understand 
where your money's going from one week to the next. I mean, if you get up one week and you can't remember where you spent your money, you're in trouble right then. And if you don't get it under control right away, just like you said, you're going to be out of the business because you're going to hate the business. I was fortunate. Well, and it's even worse. Oh, go ahead. No, I was finished. (laughs) Oh, okay. I was just going to say it's it's even worse if you've got a spouse or family at home because now you've got that person going, well, why aren't you making any money? (laughs) And so, yeah, yeah, it can it can start a, a a fire real quick if you don't if you don't control what you're doing on the road. Yeah, Yeah, a big thing I think is just to be prepared for the small amount of money you are going to be making when you're in training because it's very, very small, the amount of money they pay you for training. But that's temporary, and you'll get past that, and then you'll start getting regular mileage pay and and decent-sized checks. So the big thing really is just to be prepared for that training period that you have to go through. Yeah, it would be nice if people could hear this podcast before they actually get in the truck or on they their may. own for the first time. Yeah, hopefully as time goes by, it will. So we, we talked quite a bit about how... Actually, uh, before we move on to that, I wanted to talk about um, in regards to spending money on the road, I think one of the biz- biggest expenses that uh, we have out here is eating, especially if we go to a restaurant or a fast food place every day to eat. So uh, what, do you, uh, what can you tell people in regards to control? money when it, when it comes to food that that is a huge one because even fast food now you're going to drop a ten dollar bill just getting a value meal uh so and eating at a full service restaurant you got to consider tip and everything else you're better off if you can eat in your truck now i own my truck so i have all kinds of ways to cook in here but company drivers especially new company drivers don't have that luxury uh, there's a few trucking companies out there that have a refrigerator standard in their company trucks, but there there aren't a whole lot. And so, but there's things you can do. You can bring a cooler on board. You can always make sandwiches. You can uh, keep cereal. You don't even have to have a refrigerator to eat cereal because you can go in and buy milk when you need it. You can go buy the little milk containers. Is that the most cost-efficient at that point? No, but it's certainly cheaper than going in a restaurant. Um, But get you a cooler. Those little lunchbox stoves, when Russ and I were company drivers, oh, my goodness, we had two of those, and we cooked everything in those things, cornbread, chili, meatloaf. And there's not a company out there that won't let you have one of those. They plug right into your cigarette lighter. So if you've got... A cooler that plugs into your cigarette lighter and one of those, you can do a lot of cooking. Keep it simple. You know, just even if you're heating up a can of SpaghettiOs that you got at Walmart, it's cheaper than dropping 10 or $12 at a restaurant because those restaurants and food will break you out here. It will absolutely break you if you're trying to eat out every meal. Yeah, and if you're really fortunate and you can maybe get home once a week, maybe you can prepare your meals for the week before you go out on the road. That's really best-case scenario. It is. It certainly is. And if you um, – I, I know people that uh, would freeze stuff uh, like a week of meals. They would freeze, and they would put them in that little 12-volt cooler 
because they didn't necessarily have to be frozen, but because they froze them before they left, they just stayed longer in the in the 12 volt cooler. And they came out every week and had a week's worth of meals. I think maybe they would, you know, grab cereal or whatever in the morning. But um, you can do a lot. You just have to be creative out here. It's it's a world like like none other. But you're going to find ways to to save and and uh, create your own meals and do things like that. But eating out at every meal, I, we own a fleet of trucks, and I can't even afford to do that. So. Um, you got to be real careful, like Melissa said, when you're when you're out here, and you know if uh, if you fill at one spot and you're racking up points, and your and your company lets you keep those points, use that for things like hot dogs. Most of the fast food joints in the um, truck stops take those rewards cards, so use that once a week maybe to you know treat yourself. Um, use that for your morning coffee. Use that. For your breakfast, there's there's all kinds of ways to save when you're out here. The biggest thing would be to find things that are not perishable and keep those in your truck. Because if you're stuck somewhere and money's low, or you know it's the day before payday, if you've got a can opener and spaghettios, you can survive until payday. That's right. Yeah, and another <laughs> thing you were talking about cards and and using those to pay for food, coffee, stuff like that. Uh I just saw that Pilot and Flying J is now letting you use your rewards cards to pay for the laundry. So that's that's another way to save. That's yeah, and they way to and save. you yeah, you you mentioned the points and and that's something that uh all these uh, new drivers need to be aware of. They need to get a points card for all the the truck stops, the mm-hmm. TAs, TA Petro card, Ultra the, One card. The uh for the first time, I can't even count the number of times that the guy in front of me, the the gal or, or guy at the cash register, will go, "Do you have a points card?" And he'll go, "No," you know. And they don't offer. Like, sometimes they'll say, "Well, do you want one?" And the, the guy will still say no, you know. <laughs> it's like you can rack man, up a lot of money take, on those. Can points I have cards. those points? <laughs> yeah, you can rack up. We get free drinks all the time. I mean, we'll buy like a, a whole you know armful of drinks that we like to buy. Um, at the truck stops, we have a favorite, a few favorites, and we'll take them up there. And we've been fueling all week long. All the drinks are free because of the points. Yeah. It's it's pretty cool. And, and yeah. go fast. And you know, okay. like you said, you know, when you're new and you're waiting for payday, sometimes that's a good way to go in there and get some hot dogs or a meal at Wendy's or wherever. To last you. Yeah. yeah, good good backup. That's what it is. Uh, and we talked a little bit, uh, a little bit about uh, you know what a p- person who has a spouse at home, you know they're sending their check obviously to uh, to their spouse so that their spouse can pay the bills and things like that, and keep an eye on them. Uh, how should a single person handle bills while they're out on the road? Do you think the easiest way to do it? Technology is so great nowadays. Um, most everybody now has a smartphone, whether it's an iPhone or an Android. But you can do everything on your phone nowadays. You know, you can set everything up on automatic payment, so you don't even have to think about it. Just set it up one time, and with direct deposit, everything gets paid when you're while you're on the road. 
you can do the same thing with bill pay. Um, if you just want, if you don't want it coming out automatically until your checks kind of get on a on an even keel, you can still pay all of your bills online um, with your phone. You can do all your banking online with your phone. You can do all your Christmas shopping online. Um, there's really not much in the way of finance now you can't do with a smartphone, including investing in your retirement accounts and insurance. So technology has made it great from when I first started because, yeah, the smartphones were kind of there when I first started, but not to the extent they are now. And it's it's cheap technology now, so it's it's easy for everybody to to get. Plus, you're going to want that phone for weather apps and map apps too, so... That would be one thing to splurge on. Yes, for sure. And a lot of cell phone companies will give you the smartphone for free. All you got to do is sign up, and they give you a free phone. I think it's pretty hard now and not to have a smartphone. I know, yeah. It is. And ask your carrier. A lot of carriers uh, offer discounts through uh, one of the major retailers. I know our AT&T, we use AT&T. We got a Schneider discount. I think it's like 15 or 20%. So find out. You're, if you drive for a major carrier and if you're brand new to the industry, more than likely you do, um, check for discounts from your carrier. Uh, I know Schneider, if you're an employee, you get discounts at AT&T. I uh, can't remember which car insurance company it is because, you know, we're not a company driver anymore. But um, they also offered uh, discounts on car insurance, kinds of stuff. And that's another way to save money. Go through your employee packet and all that's in there. Find out who the cell phone carrier is and see if you can save money by switching if necessary to get that carrier discount. Yeah, and going back to the doing everything on your smartphone, I do everything on my smartphone. I live on my smartphone. Uh, Rick, is he's learning. Uh He's he's getting really good with the smartphone. Well, I, I do I do everything on my smartphone. I say, Melissa, can you can you do this for me? And she does it. She does it every time. So I have a, I have a smart I have an automatic smartphone. He's got me trained. Oh my gosh. Oh poor. He has a super smartphone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but smartphones are absolutely wonderful. Just, I don't even know what I do without a smartphone. Okay. Um. So, moving on, uh, how important is it to save and invest even if you don't feel like you make a whole lot of money? Shoot, even when you don't make a whole lot of money, here's the thing. If you if you will put away 10%, think if you're not making a whole lot, 10% isn't a lot, so it really shouldn't hurt you all that much. <laughs> so you can kind of turn yeah. the logic around the other direction. But here's the deal. If, if I could go back and talk to my 20-year-old self, that's the one thing I would tell myself is because you never get those years back. And if you can just keep investing, even if you only invested $20 a week over 40 years, can you imagine what that would be? Kevin, too bad Kevin's not on yeah. here. Kevin could probably tell us what that would be in 40 yeah. years. He could do the math but um, yeah. with all the interest and everything. But it's real important. You know, and a lot of these big carriers – have matching 401ks, but here's the deal. Before, if if you're in debt, don't invest yet, but at least put back 10% for yourself because you never know. You may fall off the catwalk one day and break your leg. Um, things happen out here. 
So you want to at least have a little bit of cushion in the bank in case um, it, it's trucking. Freight drives, there are certain times of the year when freight is not very plentiful. So you may only get a, a small check one week. So you uh-huh. want that money to fall back on. But, yes, 10% minimum out of every check, face it, if if you only got paid $250 that week, you're not going to miss 25 Put it away. Um, just get it done. All right, and a good tip for that. So uh, it's no – everybody's like this. So if you have trouble saving, it, don't think it's you because everybody has trouble actually physically going into their check every week and taking 10% out. So what you want to do is you want to make it automatic. Make your most Most people have their checks direct deposited into their bank account. So you just set up an automatic transfer from your checking account to your savings account. That way you don't even have to think about it, and it's done. You might look at the oh, look how much money I saved. You definitely want to make it automatic because uh, nobody does it willingly. They always find a way to spend it. No, no nobody does nice it willingly. And it would be nice. Ahead, and here's you. another place to check with your carrier. Uh, I know a lot of the big carriers are the same. I know Schneider will let you uh, split a check into two different accounts if you want them to. That way you never even have to see it, touch it. You don't even have to set up the deposit. They will do it. Um, you can have part of it put on a check in your or direct deposited into your checking account. You can have another direct uh, onto a fuel card or onto a, a different card. So there's all kinds of ways to do it. But Melissa is right. Um, let somebody else do it because most of us don't have that kind of willpower, me included sometimes. So savings is hard yeah. to do because there's always something you want. Yeah. Oh, and just so you know, Becky, um, I, I asked Kim. She's listening. Uh, you apparently sound fine to her. Apparently it's only on our end that you're breaking up, so the recording should turn out fine, just so you know. Oh, Cool. Okay, we're having trouble hearing you, but we're, we're getting the gist of it. <laughs> okay. Okay, uh, I guess I've got uh, uh, one more question. We kind of touched on this earlier with the ATM fees and, and stuff like that, but uh, aside from those types of things, what are some of the expenses that, that, that can blow your budget out here if you're a viewer? Well, um, like we said, the ATM fees would, would be one. Um, just the little things that you go out here and you see that you think you need, uh, gloves, or uh, you're going to need stuff like that, but you have to buy them at the most expensive store, pre-plan, go to Walmart, get them where they're $4 instead of at the truck stop where they're 9 There's a $4 or $5 difference right there, depending on where you shop. Um, food is a huge hidden expense. You're in a truck stop most of the day. Have you seen the way they jack up the prices? So if you can go to a grocery store when you're home and stock up on canned goods, soda, water, things like that, and throw it in your truck, again, you're going to save a lot more money and and get rid of some of those hidden extra costs when you're dealing with a truck stop. The truck stop is a convenience store. And so they're going to be right. a lot higher right. in price. Um, and most Walmarts have truck parking, so you could actually go to a Walmart while you're out on the road. Yes, 
you can. In fact, I do that about once a week, sometimes twice. Um, and it's, I'm trying to think what else out here is kind of that we don't really notice what we spend. Um, we talked about cash advances. That's a huge hidden expense. Um, and you're going to notice more the the new people when you get out here and you kind of see the way, and everybody's different. So everybody's expenses are going to be a little bit different, but you're going to have to bring discipline into this, into your truck, because if you don't, you're going to run out of money pretty quick. I just I just thought of one. I, I saw it today. I was doing the laundry at TA, and uh, there was a driver's lounge right across, and there was a guy standing right in front of the driver's lounge door, and he was one of those guys who was selling the, the legal thing. No, no. Where you, yeah. they, they tell you it's going to cost you, it, it, it's like a shell game where they say, what you're going to pay is is five dollars, and 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 then you do a dollar here and a dollar there, and it's some way they put it. It makes it sound like it's nothing. Then you sign the contract, and it's thirty dollars a month. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're yeah. you're hooked up to something. You can get out of the contract, but I mean, I mean, these guys are flat lying to you, trying to get you to to yeah, that's to, a scam. Send Don't fall money for the legal guys month. in the truck stop. That's you know? totally. Yeah, don't fall for the legal guy. And here's another, and most of, we're talking mainly to brand new drivers. Really check out what your carrier offers because Rick just brought up a good one. And I know for company drivers, Schneider has one that they use. And it's a lot cheaper than the guy in the truck stop. And you can actually have it payroll deducted for a lot less money. So when you're new, you're probably with a huge carrier anyway. Check out that carrier. And in fact, why don't you check out that carrier or some different ones before you sign up, and that way pick the one that will actually has more benefits for you and will save you more money, not only out here on the road, but laundry. I haven't paid for laundry in years. Um, we have free laundry at every single one of our terminals. Um, I even do my laundry before I go home. Why should I pay for the hot water when I can do it you know, and really? then drive home? Um, so look around it before you before you pick an employer. Look around and see what they offer. It's not just in most people are going to pay the same price per mile. Look and see what do they have in the truck. Are they going to make it easy for you to eat and save money out here on the road? Can they, can you have an inverter in the truck? Some places you can, some places you can't. But if the mileage pay is the same, why not take, pick the place that will allow you to have an inverter and cook in your truck? Same thing. There's yeah, companies out do. here that, yeah, that have fridges in their truck. There you go. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the and they're, they're, the companies are actually putting more stuff in the truck. But uh, another thing uh, is a lot. I'm sure Snyder has this. They have uh, cafeterias and stuff where the drivers can eat. Mm-hmm. They may not get it for free, but it's so discounted that it's like free when you compare it to, you know, sitting down at a at a truck stop and, and eating in a restaurant or even a fast food restaurant. And it's, it's actually probably better food, too. It probably is. I know uh, West Memphis, one of our terminals, when you order a burger there, when they throw that thing on the grill, it's about the size of a Frisbee. And I kid you not, it is It is like, and you're not going to get that in a truck stop. I mean, when they slap that thing on the grill, it's, it's about the diameter of a Frisbee. Yeah. It's enough for like yeah. two or three meals. We've been cooking our own food in the truck recently, and we've been buying some good food from Walmart 
Walmart is starting to carry some good meat, you know, grass-fed meat and everything like that. And it's so delicious, you know, cooking your own food in the truck. I can't even stand to go into a truck stop restaurant anymore and eat because it's just disgusting to me now. Oh, I'm not I'm not quite where you are yet, but I, I did have a, a, I made green beans yesterday in the crock pot all day while I drove. And so I had grass-fed beef, green beans, and sweet potatoes that I cooked completely right here in the truck for dinner tonight. Yeah, we had filet mignon and eggs for breakfast. Delicious. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Now, I saved the filet yeah. for going out. I'm not doing filet in my truck. That's where Russ has oh, taken me out and spend money. <laughs> well, Rick bought it, so he wanted me to cook it, but it turned out oh, really good. That was Walmart. That was Walmart, too. Yeah, it was Walmart. Okay, so um, this has been a lot of good advice and information. Um, so I'm sure, I hope it will help a lot of people that are first getting into the trucking industry. Um, do you have any uh, final thoughts before we say goodbye? No, I think we pretty much covered it. It's it's When you're new, it's, it's going to be strange. You're going to feel like a fish out of water, and you're going to spend more than you thought you would, and it's all going to seem like a mess for the first few weeks. But you'll eventually get your sea legs or your road legs, I guess, and kind of get everything under control. But if you can start kind of controlling things that first couple of weeks, it won't be so hard, and you'll you'll be much better for it and much better than most of your classmates in the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Awesome. Okay. Thank you very much, Becky, and we will talk to you on another episode. Thanks, Becky. Thank you. Okay. Next we have um, Kim Cockerham. Kim is a member of the truck team, which is a lot of them in the near future. Uh, they are helping us do this podcast. They actually set it up for us. And uh, she's one of the team members. She's a big help to a lot of the uh, owner-operators out here. And uh, she's going to talk to us about Dave Ramsey and Financial Peace University. Hi, Kim. How are you? Hi, Melissa and Rick. How are you? Wonderful. Doing well. Thank you. Good. Good. I am so excited for you and for this podcast and for everybody that's going to be listening because you have so much priceless information to share. You guys are awesome. Yeah, I'm really excited about it, too. We have, uh, we have a great group of people that have a lot of information from a variety of places in the industry, so I think it's going to be really good. And we've talked to, to several people from the that we've met through the CMC that are going to come on and, and talk with us, like uh, Dale Howard's going to mm-hmm. come on and talk with us. And I believe Kevin himself is going to come on at some he point. He may help out and do an episode, and, yeah. Uh, and, and talk with us. Great. Okay, great. so... So uh, today we're talking about uh, managing your finances and mm-hmm. how can you talk about managing your finances without talking about Dave Ramsey. So just I give know. us your experience uh, with Dave Ramsey uh, and how, how he helped you out. Uh, you know, it's 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 amazing. I am a, a huge Dave Ramsey fan now. I'd heard about him years ago, but it's one of those things where um, I don't know if, you know, we were quite ready for it or we're just naive, but we um, – Ever since I started working, I've been a spender, <laughs> like overspending too. And then Jeff and I get married, we're spender plus spender. And so that equaled like 25 years of living paycheck to paycheck. I mean, fortunately, we had jobs and we were able to support our family, but it was living paycheck to paycheck. We didn't think there was really any other way. Um, you always hear the word budget, 
Um, I remember my husband, and he had that same misconception that a lot of people did. Um, his misconception was that it was constraining, that it was like a straight jacket if you have a budget, that you won't be able to do this and you won't be able to do that. Um, we have a large family, so thought you know, he had the impression that a budget wouldn't work. I, on the other hand, felt um, I just didn't even know how to budget. How could we even do it? And it wasn't till um, it was actually November 2012, and I remember exactly where I was sitting when he called me, and he was on his way home from Columbus, and he had been let go from his job. And my instant thought, and, and you see other people go through this. I'm sure you guys have seen, you know, people lose their jobs or quit or, you know, tragedies happen, and you look at that and say, oh, my God, what would I do if that happened to me? And I, and we had seen that, you know, and, and you, you kind of tuck that away, but here it was happening to us. And my instant thought was, oh, we failed our kids. I mean, we had no emergency fund, no, no savings whatsoever, um, and, you know, when you lose your job mid-month, end of month, you have no health insurance. I mean, it just um, snowballs. And, but there is just such a different way that you can go about this. We learned the hard way. Um, fortunately, Jeff got a job in the next three months. Um, I started working with Let's Truck, which was fabulous. It has been a blessing. And um, within a couple of months, we, um, I'd heard of Dave Ramsey a couple of years ago, and a couple of years before that. And I remember sitting at Target, one of my favorite places, and I called a friend of mine and asked what it was about. And this is what stuck with me, and I hope it sticks with people. Um, Dave Ramsey's budgeting is basically putting a purpose to every dollar. You work too hard for your money to not make your money work for you. So give each dollar a purpose. Um, and that was key. And um, I, I approached Jeff, it was a September, and I said, you know, I really still I want to go and do this class. They were starting one that night. It's a nine-week class, and we went to it. Um, ironically, the same time my daughter, who works for a hospital, that hospital and other companies will do this too, offered that if they take the online course and they finish it, they'll give them back the tuition. I mean, it was like 100 bucks, I think. And uh, so they started at the same time as well. So we went September of uh, 2013, and I'll tell you guys, um, life changer. It. I think what hit me the most is how unbelievably simple it is. Um, and it's basically that. I think, Rick, you said that, like have a piece of paper even and list, you know, all your expenses. And I know you guys have the challenge of irregular income, irregular expenses as well, but there's still a strategy to handle that too. But it's basically um, putting it paper to pen, pencil, because you're going to be erasing a lot, and um, listing it all out. And just simply doing that is empowering. Um, I, if anybody's, you know, getting, just getting started, um, just m keeping a list of all the expenses and everything that you're, you know you're going to have, that you're, you know, your bills you're responsible for and start there. Yes, that's that's good stuff. Uh, Dave Ramsey, he's got a um, a radio show that he does and a podcast and everything like that. He's got mm -hmm. a couple of books. Uh, so he's a good resource when it comes to uh, managing your money. Now, you taught yeah. some courses at Financial Peace University, or I'm not exactly sure how it works. Is that, is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, and it's what it is, and, and um, you know, they give you the uh, videos and stuff, and if you take it online, you get access to the videos as well, and it's actually, he's very entertaining, 
And so it's just funny. You, you find yourself and things he's saying, and you can laugh at yourself because we're all in the same boat. You know, so many of us are in the same boat, and we're all just trying to do this. We're all trying to work. We're trying to take care of our families. We're, we want to be responsible with our money. Um, we want to give back. And um, so it's just, you know, you come together and just learn. And you, you, one thing you realize is you're not alone, you know, that, you know, the, even the mistakes Jeff and I made for years, I mean, that's the hardest thing sometimes is to accept it and just say, okay, you know, I'm going to go forward from here. The past, you know, start where you are. And especially if people are just getting started um, their first year, you know, just getting started out on the road. Um, to me, I love that saying, what is it? Um, you know, you say you're too busy driving to stop and get gas. You know, gas is, is your budget is your gas for your business here. And yeah. um, you can use some very simple tools to to do that. And one of the things we uh, actually – uh, listen to uh, Dave Ramsey's book, his main Total book. Money is, yeah, Total Money Makeover. Yeah, Total Money Makeover. Yeah. And the thing that really struck me was uh, something he said about our income. That our, you know, people talk about the American dream, you know, and getting wealthy. And when you sit back and think about it, you don't know where you're going to get that initial start from. And what I never thought about is that our income is the beginning of our wealth that's mm-hmm. the only money we have mm-hmm. and if mm-hmm. we don't if we don't take care of it and we don't make it work for us then we don't get to be wealthy that's the, mm-hmm. that, that's the for the average american like we all are that, that is our income is our only avenue to to mm-hmm. to success you know and we all squander yeah, but- it for for Years and years before we finally do bump into somebody like Dave Ramsey, that that uh, just makes it so simple. That's incredible, you know. Yeah, and it just gets started too. You're not going to, you know, um, you're. It's going to take, and he even tells you that. You know, give yourself three months because you're going to forget things. You're going to do it, but at least you're starting. Um, the other thing he teaches, and, and total money makeover is what the class is taught around a lot. Um, the other thing he teaches, which is key to me, was the zero-based budget, which means you account for every single dollar that comes in. Now, again, irregular income can be a challenge, but you still look back at maybe, um, and starting out your first year, you might not have a lot to go off of, but within a couple months, you're going to build kind of where you think you can be, and you, you work with your lowest month um, and, and go from there. And, uh, but you put it, because a lot of times people, and I used to be this way, like if I had a couple hundred dollars left at the end of the month, I thought, yay, you know, I did it right. Well, that couple hundred dollars disappeared somehow, you know? And so that's when we get at the end of the year and you see how much you make and you're like, wait a minute, I made that much money. What do I have to show for it? And when you do a zero-based budget, you literally, and it's, it's kind of cool. I, I, and it's one of those things that until you just trust the process and just do it, do the work, and and you're going to just completely um, become empowered um, and find this peace that um, personally ourselves, you know, we didn't have. And, you know, thank God we're able to teach our kids now because we didn't know to teach them. So, you know, and spread. And Dave Ramsey teaches that too. You know, once you learn how to do that, and that's why we started teaching the class is because we're like, oh my God, other people need to learn how to do this. And I'll tell you, when we taught the class, um, uh, most of them were like our age, middle, I am 52. 
um, we had very young couples, and then we had our age because people that are looking for retirement and they just didn't have the tools in place to get started early. It's it's never ever too late. But God love the young young people who are listening or can get started right away with it because you guys were talking about that. You put the power of compound interest in play. You know, stay debt free, hate debt, get that in your head that you are not going to let yourself you know go into debt. And I know you guys have, you know, when people have to get, you know, your equipment is what you need to work, but be careful of the, any extra debt and debit cards, you know, cash is, right. cash is a wonderful thing to use. <laughs> and we're not used to it. I wasn't, I debit card myself to death. Yeah. Yeah. And I love the name of the course, Financial Peace University. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I listen book i didn't go to the course i listened to the book but the way he explains it it just makes you feel like yeah that's simple i can do that you know Mm -hmm. it makes it not so scary yeah yeah just plug just start writing down the numbers start plugging in the numbers and and work with it um and it doesn't take a lot of time but you've got to start somewhere because before you know it you know that the days turn into weeks turn to months and um, it gets out of hand, and you look back, and you think, dang, you, it's that. You know, I worked so hard all year. Where's the money? And it's your tool to make it happen. So that would probably just go back to the same thing uh, when I was talking with Becky earlier, and we were talking about budgets. It, it, it really is pretty simple. You just you just write things down. You write a budget down, mm-hmm. and you write down what you what you uh, what you're spending money on, and you figure out, you know what you're doing with your money. I, I guess mm-hmm. you, being aware of, of your money on a daily basis is, is the key, wouldn't you say? I mean, just being yeah, aware. Exactly. Yeah. And you're planning out ahead. Like we, we plan, I, you know, you know how much money, I plan how much we're spending each month on groceries and how much each week. And, and again, a lot of this translates right to on the road. And like you guys are talking about um, budgeting, and, you know, and planning. If I don't plan my meals for my family at home during the week, my budget is destroyed. Same with, I'm sure you guys, if you don't plan what you're going to eat on the road or what you're going to take with you, what you can take, it's the same thing. Then you're going to stop at the fast food and you're going to spend more than you expect. So um, that's one thing cash helps with. If you have cash, you know, that's just what you use. Um, And there's certain things I use cash for, and groceries is one of them. And when we go out to eat um, is, is one of them well. And I'll tell you what, the first time we paid cash, but when we went to a restaurant, it was, it, I, again, I had that peace thing, like this money is not coming from somewhere else. It's not going to come from our electric bill or gas or that. It was targeted. It was, it was marked to go out to eat with. And it, there's just something about that that um, it's hard to, to uh, express until you, you get to experience. But you actually so you want to plan ahead of what your month is going to look like. And then all month long you're kind of shifting and stuff because, you know, you may have spent more money on gas than you thought you were going to spend. Um, you may have had to spend more money on groceries and so forth. But at least you do that ahead of time. So you're always kind of working the month. By the end of the month, you want to have that next month planned out to the best you can, but know that you're going to do some shifting. All right. And uh, Dave, Dave Ramsey, like you said, he, he advocates for cash. And I know mm-hmm. he has a system where you mark your cash for every, you know, category, just like you said. And he has, like, an envelope system that mm-hmm. he suggests. Can you explain his envelope system? Yeah, absolutely, and I love it. Um, I use envelopes for, and I just, actually, I didn't, so I brought it back in here. Because I just read it out last night. I had my little envelope out. So 
I use um, my envelopes for, so it's every week when we get paid, I go and get my, um, and I just use ATM, so I do it in 20s, you know, so I do groceries. I, for the week, I do, and, you know, any haircuts. I mean, that kind of stuff that, you know, we all get haircuts, you know, um, mm-hmm. for haircuts. Uh, when we want to go out to eat, um, you know, the dog care, stuff like that. Um, so there's certain things, and this is funny because I have a son that just graduated from college, and we just sat down last night and did his budget as well. Because, um, man, you start them early. So, you know, a lot of things mm. to think of with envelopes, you know, clothing, you know, that's kind of stuff you need, your your clothes, um, any car repairs, stuff like that, you just tuck it away, entertainment, your, you know, toiletries that you have to buy, um, pocket money, those are things for envelopes. I use um, uh, an online thing called Capital 360. It used to be called ING as a separate savings account that's like, for hold money for, like, um, oh, Christmas or birthdays. So it's an off-site type thing that automatically comes from my paycheck into a separate savings account. So it's not, you know, right there, but it, you can tag it with any kind of uh, name you want. So that's a separate type mm-hmm. savings thing. Yeah, that's uh, – I love that advice of using cash in the in the envelope system. I think it's fantastic, especially if you don't make a whole lot of money. And maybe if you make if you do make a whole lot of money, because if you make more money, you can definitely get your let your spending get out of control. So I think that's a uh, good yeah. advice for everybody. So the so the I envelopes think just basically... try it. Yeah. Try it because the, the so, feel yeah. of cash it just feels different. I watch this sometime when you're at a grocery store, like go to Walmart. And go somebody pay cash for it. People are kind of surprised. The cashier's not even expecting a cash. People just don't use cash anymore. But there's there's some kind of there's a I don't know just a raw uh, you know pleasure you get out of I'm paying cash for this. <laughs> so I encourage you to try it. You got a question? Yeah, well, like the the envelope would be like you mentioned uh, car repair. So you would take that envelope and you would have a car repair envelope and you would like budget an amount, like you'd figure out, well, you know, I'm going to need to change my OL and I'm going to need mm-hmm. uh, to, to have a, a uh, an emergency fund. So I'm going to put X number of dollars, like say, you know, uh, $10 a week into that. So you just put that in your, mm-hmm. in your car envelope. And and then when, when you do need to change your oil, you just go into your car envelope and say you've got a hundred bucks. It costs you forty bucks to get your oil change. You take forty bucks out. You have sixty left over. That's going to continue on, and then you continue putting that ten dollars a week in there. Then you've always got money to mm-hmm. in your different envelopes to pay for your life as you go along. I, I like that. Yeah, I like that. I, I do that myself. I, I like that. It, yeah, it's really cool. It's, it's just. Yeah, the first time you go and you've already have it back, and we were never like that. We always used to like, and we all know we need oil changes. You know, it wasn't a surprise, <laughs> but we yeah. never had the money and didn't have the budget there for it, so it came from somewhere else. You know, it was that constant Rob and Peter to pay Paul, and it just takes yeah. a little bit of planning ahead a month. And, um, you know, again, with Christmas, we know Christmas is going to come every year. We know people's birthdays are going to come at the same time every year. <laughs> So, um, you know, put things in place ahead of time. So I'll tell you what, that first time you hit a birthday and you've got birthday money tucked away, again, that peace you got because you're prepared is priceless. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah uh, another thing that Dave Ramsey advocates is an emergency fund, and he has different mm-hmm. levels of emergency funds for different incomes. So exactly does does he suggest that people do an emergency fund? Yeah, and this is, um, and I'll talk like on the personal level because I know I, you know, Kevin, I think talks with you know what you guys have to deal with as far as you know because you guys when, when trucks go wrong, you know when you guys have maintenance and repairs, it's, it's bigger, so that's separate. So I'm talking personal and personal bills, um, like home, right. home stuff. You know, your water heater going on. So for single people, it's five hundred dollars. For married couple, is a thousand dollars. Now that's the start. That is the start um, yeah. because a lot of times people are paying off debt. So the very first step, because he has a seven-step program, um, the first step is to get that emergency fund put away. And what's pretty cool and, is that when you have to do that right away, it's amazing how fast you can suddenly find some money to make that happen. Um, and I'll tell you, in two and a half years, I still only have, because we're working on debt right now, we should be debt-free in uh, about a four to five months, which is pretty exciting. Okay. Um, Oh, really? it's, I mean, and look at this, you guys. It's, I mean, 25 of Wheels We've Married almost 30 years, and, and we live paycheck to paycheck, and within two and a half years of doing this, we're going to be debt-free. And, um, and we, you know, it's hard. I still want to go back and say, God, we would have known this stuff. But, you know, now we do, and we can yeah. teach our kids really? and, and share it. But, yeah, so sorry, government, excuse it. But um, even in the two and a half years, that $1,000 has been enough, like a water heater go out. Okay, so you pay for it, you get it done, then you rebuild it back up. Um, we had to buy some tires. You did it, you know, so it's amazing how that small amount um, was, has been enough for us because um, uh, for the little things that come up. Now, then, once you get your debt paid off, he does recommend three to six months back um, at, in, in savings. And it's not, an, it's, you know, you're not putting it out there to make a ton of money. You're not investing it. It is just an, kind of an insurance. It's like a policy that it's there for um, emergency. And I'll, and I'll tell you, if we would have had that when Jeff lost his job. What that would, you know, what that would have done for us, that the, you know, taking away the stress, of being able to take care of your family. I mean, I could honestly see how people lose their homes. And we were there. It was we were right on the brink. And um, you have the power to not let yourself get in that situation. Right. Now you need an emergency fund. Fifty bucks. If you don't have an emergency fund, fifty yeah. bucks can blow your budget up. Oh yeah. You know, oh yeah. Mhm. Yeah. And that's what people don't you know, realize. I think. Go ahead, Kim. Yeah, yeah, you know, and Dave Ramsey teaches, and a lot of it is biblical based, and and they have secular, and I mean, it's just it's just comments. I mean, it's just it it it's for all of us. But he teaches like live like no one else now, which means make the choices, um, you know, get debt free, do what you need to do, um, so that you can give and live like no one else later. And a classic example is when Jeff lost his job. He by the time he got back from Columbus, we had a, a friend at our side door and handed us a check for $3,000 to help just in case with whatever, you know, the medical stuff coming up and that. And that, that to me is where we want to be too, you know. And, and one thing I've learned with working with all the drivers and stuff through Let's Truck, you guys are the most giving people there is wanting to help others, you know, from your experiences and this and that. We're just all a giving community. If, if you're in debt, there's not much you can, you know, give. I mean, you're stressed in general, you know, just from that the weight of the debt. Um, if you were mm-hmm. debt-free, 
and had, you know, there's only so much we need or want, you have this ability then to just give. And, um, you know, what What more can you, you ask for, you know? I'm not taking a whole lot with me, so... <laughs> Um, you know, this is a good place to be, to be debt-free, have that peace, and be able to share. Right. So uh, Dave Ramsey has uh, Financial Peace University, uh, and mm-hmm. he also has his book, Little Money Makeover. Uh, we were talking about audiobooks in our last podcast episode, and that's actually one of the first books that I would recommend that you get is Dave Ramsey's mm-hmm. Total Money Makeover. It is available on Audible, uh, and audiobooks are great for truck drivers. Uh, what is, what is Dave Ramsey's website for, for his resources? Is it just DaveRamsey.com? He has the one, um, My Total Money Makeover. That's where you can go get some useful forms that will tie in with the book. Um, like the monthly budget, um, there's a spending allocation form too. Those are my keys. The monthly budget, which is the online every dollar. So there's everydollar.com. That's fairly new. That is a free um, online budgeting tool and app. They do have a plus version, but you can do it with the free version. The, um, the plus syncs to your um, checking account, stuff like that. I tried it for about a week, and I wasn't really happy with it. The basics good enough. Um, so my total money makeover, there's forms, and there's a lot of resources out there, too, to help. Okay, that's and awesome. That's, that's all stuff you can do on your smartphone. Mm-hmm. Or your computer, your iPad. Whatever, whatever, whatever they have to work with. All right. Well, this has been great, Kim. Thank you very much for coming on the show and talking oh, to everybody about information. Um, thank you. Thank you for having me. It's just, um, I, you know, I wish we learned this stuff in school. <laughs> you know, it's one of the things budgeting. Just, I just, everybody uh, I find has the same challenge with it. So I just wish everybody the best. And so proud of you guys and, and grateful that you're bringing this to to uh, spread the word. Yeah, well, yeah, we're having fun doing it, and we hope we can help a lot of people. So uh, thank you very much, Kim, and maybe we can have you on on another episode because you're actually, you're really good on the radio. We're going to have to get you you on to talk about health. Yes, we're going to have to get you on to talk about health later on down the road. Oh, that sounds great. We'd love to. Yes, Kim also has another podcast that she does. It's uh, Destination Health. It's on the same podcast network. So go ahead and go check that out. If you're listening to our podcast, go ahead and go listen to that one, too. It's a good one. All right. That's about all we have for tonight. So thanks, everybody, for listening, um, and we will see you next time. Good night.